Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, August 14th, 2022, and released on Sunday, September 4th, 2022. This week's message is titled, Living by Faith, and the scripture reference is Romans chapter 3, verse 22. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back. Relax and enjoy the sermon. Okay, today's sermon is Living by Faith. Romans 3.22 is our text today. And it says, Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer, thanking you for the opportunity to preach your word. We thank you for these people who are so faithful to come to to worship you. We praise you and honor you with all our heart. In your precious name I pray, amen. You know, faith is the true cornerstone of our beliefs as a Christian. You know, in construction, we've got a contractor back here, Brother Randy. Today, they don't build that many stone houses. But in the past, that's all they were, was stone and rock and things of this nature. And in construction of years past, every building had one stone at a corner of the building. It was called the cornerstone, of course. This stone was used to make sure that the rest of the building was built correctly, such as being square and level and all that stuff that carpenters do. As Christians, we acknowledge that we are saved by faith in Jesus Christ, don't we? But does our faith end with our salvation? That's our question this morning. Absolutely not. We need to accept the fact that as Christians, our Lord and Savior Jesus should be in control of our life. Thus, as Christians, we should all be living by faith. So what do we accept by faith? And I'm sure you folks, as I go through these things, you can come up with many things that add to it. But human actions, many things that humans do, we accept without question. By faith, we think that a car coming up to a red light in an intersection will stop. Sierra and Lubbock, that's a joke. (laughs) Nobody stops at a red light. (laughs) Likewise, a driver at a stop sign will stop. We know that don't happen in Carlsbad. (laughs) What about a pharmacist filling our prescriptions? Did he or she do it right? That could be a life or death situation for you. Did your CPA file your taxes correctly? Or are you going to jail for income tax evasion? Did your doctor operate on the correct knee? I know in Carlsbad, 
that didn't happen one time. <laughs> but you had faith that he did, didn't you? Did you take your car to a mechanic for a tune-up? And lo and behold, the mechanic did a brake job instead. I could go on and on, but we accept by faith what so many people do for us in life. And we have to, folks. I mean, you can't question everything everybody does. Then look at our life structure. Most of us are probably optimists, believing everything is going to be okay. I certainly am. That's one of my trademarks as a human being, is being an optimist. When you drive over a bridge, though, do you wonder if it will collapse? I'm scared of heights. And I have driven over some very tall bridges that I felt like were going to fall. We were in Portland, Oregon, driving up to Seattle, and we drove over a bridge over that big river there in Portland. And that bridge was up somewhere around 88 stories. I'm not sure. It was high. <laughs> it was scary if you don't like heights. We trust our vehicles to take us from point A to point B. And when that doesn't happen, it's very upsetting to us if the vehicle will not comply. You sign up for a nice cruise. Oh, got Karen and Mark going to take a cruise this November, I understand. But is the cruise ship going to sink? You can really depend upon airplanes, or can you really depend upon airplanes, trains, and any other public transportation? We really, you certainly can't depend on getting from here to here in a certain period of time. That's not going to happen. But we just have to trust in these physical objects to work for us by faith. And it is amazing how much we do accept by faith. It is not only amazing, but it is necessary in today's culture. How could we function without our infrastructure, equipment, and technology? I imagine Dan always thinks, oh my gosh, he's having problems again. He has to come fix my computer when everything goes haywire on it. I, uh, I am very old-fashioned, and I do not like technology. But I realize that I cannot live without it. We have to do with computers and stuff. Without faith, except in our life structure, I might as well go live on a mountaintop and say, Jesus, take me home. That would be my next option. And we need to look at God's glory. Christianity will always have skeptics, folks. Even though we accept most things by faith, they basically can still be seen, felt, touched, etc. Yet a skeptic says, 
we cannot see or touch our God. And that is true. But we do have evidence of God. Just look at the world around you. Our world is so complex and so beautiful. It is much more logical to believe that something wonderful is behind it all. An all-powerful creator, our God, spoke our world into existence. I can guarantee that it did not just happen by chance. Look at it, God's creations. And we have plenty. I just name a few here. Looking at God's creation, it is so easy to believe that they are the work of our God, not evolution. Look at the Swiss Alps, how beautiful they are. They are magnificent in their beauty and glory. In America, we are blessed with the Appalachian mountain chain, the Rockies, the Grand Tetons, and there's others. But all of our mountain ranges are beautiful, but they were also a tremendous challenge for our frontier people who settled this West. Yes, that's right, folks. You are sitting in the West of 100 years ago or 150. Okay? Locally, we have our own things of beauty that we need to respect. Our Chihuahua Desert, it is absolutely beautiful when it's in full bloom after rains. I never realized that until I went dove hunting one time. No, excuse me, quail hunting. Figures, I didn't get any. So it wouldn't matter which I put down there. But it was quail hunting. And all the flowers and the blooms and all the cacti, it was so beautiful. I couldn't get over it. I wish my hunt would have been as good as all I got was two rattlesnakes. No, no, no quail. One of God's greatest creations was the Carlsbad Caverns. Nobody can walk down in those caverns and say that that was not a work of God. I take it back. There are some that do try to say that it's not the work of God. But I know the rangers, they say it took 80 million years to develop. Well, bless their hearts. They can believe that they want to, but I believe in truth God spoke the caverns into existence right around the time of the end of the flood, and that's the reason why we have the Carlsbad Caverns. Worldly people may doubt, but God's creations are absolutely beautiful. All life must be accepted by faith. So far, I have just spoke of landscapes, formations, God's beautiful creations. But what about the animal world? Every animal, bird, or fish, God created especially for each to survive in the habitat where they're located. God provides for each species to survive in a different area. The human being is the most unique 
of all animal life. Our bodies are so complex, it is ludicrous to think that we evolved from some single-cell bug. Doctors find out new facts about the human body every single day. It's an ongoing college. Only God knows how he created our body. And if we do not accept God's creations as they are, then you will experience great frustration. If you try to believe that God was not involved in creation. Do not be afraid of skeptics, folks. They're just misinformed about the truth. I had a friend one time, he used to always say when somebody disagreed with him, well, everybody's got a right to be wrong. <laughs> so true. The foundation of our faith, folks, lies in Jesus Christ. Jesus was God in human flesh. We were not there when Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. You see, part of my faith as a Christian is that I believe this Bible from cover to cover. The Bible is God's written word inspired by God Himself. So I believe the Bible's account of the angels appearing before the shepherds, singing and praising God for the birth of Jesus Christ. Jesus was God in the flesh on this earth, folks. Jesus did many things that other peoples did. He slept. He ate. He got tired. In fact, Jesus was a man. The difference is that Jesus never sinned while on this earth. Jesus proved he was God. Jesus ministered on our planet for three and a half years. He taught thousands, and not just as a teacher, folks. I can teach I can teach thousands as a teacher, but Jesus taught with authority. He knew what he was talking about. Jesus performed many miracles as he healed the sick the blind, the lame, and raise the dead to live again. But there's even more important proof that Jesus was God on earth. Jesus proved he was God by dying on the cross. But that was not where the story ends, folks. Three days later, after being buried, Jesus rose from the grave to live again. And he was seen by hundreds after his resurrection. Many, many people witnessed his ascension into heaven as he quoted to the people below the great commission for us to live by. How could Jesus not have been God? So what does God look like? Well, I can tell you that. All we have to do is look at Jesus. 
I believe Jesus is the living picture of God of what God actually looks like. When God created Adam and Eve, he did it in his image. Then Jesus, the Son of God, ministered on earth as a man. Therefore, Jesus personifies the image of God. Now, do we have an actual picture of Jesus? No, but he did live and work on this earth for 33 and a half years. So there's people out there that saw Jesus and knows what he looked like. Do you want to live by faith? Then you need to put your faith and confidence in Jesus. You just need to simply pray a simple prayer. This is the most important part of the message. Are you listening? Say, Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God and that you left heaven and came to earth as the man who was born of a virgin was resurrected and now sits at the right hand of the Father. Forgive me of my sins, Lord, and live in my heart today. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to preach your word. We pray that if anybody here does not know you as their personal Savior, that today they would come and make it right. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message today. I pray that you know Jesus as your personal Savior. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior and would like to talk with someone, we would love to talk with you. We are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area at 4103 West Texas Street. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We also have a Wednesday night Bible study that meets at 6 p.m. We encourage you to get connected to a local church in your community and get involved in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. Thank you and God bless.